Hello and welcome back to Promo Noise, a place where you can ponder the various insights and experiences that I've journeyed through in my promo career. Of course, this is part 10 of the mentor series featuring my first business mentor, Stan Gallen. I'm your host, Alex Morin, and today's episode is all about the written word. Which is ironic, right? Because you're hearing this in a podcast. But rest assured, the blog came first. The pen is mightier than the sword, is a metonymic adage, which simply means that we take an object like a pen and we use it to replace the word sword or the implied meaning of the use of a sword. I've always appreciated that adage because I can relate to just how powerful a well-written message can be. When I began as an account manager at Debco in 2001, it was customary for new account managers to send a short bio to their customers. Stan and my department manager were fanatical about these bios that were assembled in a folder with various other company documents and then delivered by mail to distributors right across the country. I remember being instructed to reflect on the assignment, produce a draft at some point the following week, and submit it for consideration. I walked back to my desk, wrote the letter, and submitted it to my manager in about 15 minutes. She laughed when I gave it to her because she didn't think it'd be any good considering how long it took me to write it. But it turned out that both she and Stan loved it, and that's what we ended up going to market with. Now, I'm not here to compare my writing abilities to that of Shakespeare's, but I will tell you that being a competent writer made me and the company a lot of money over the years. Though I had some innate talents and a university degree to help me, I discovered through observation and experimentation that my writing skill set would serve me well. But it was after witnessing Stan's incredible problem-resolving abilities through the written word that I became convinced that I could wield the pen, perhaps even more effectively than I could dazzle with a verbal presentation. Stan taught me time and time again that there's virtue in not rushing to an impetuous decision when conducting problem resolve. The magic resides in an ability to slow one's thoughts down so that a rational and compassionate viewpoint can be shared. Whenever there was a significant customer issue to tackle, I would observe Stan's preference to craft a well-thought-out writing as a starting point for discussion rather than engage in a heated in-person exchange. It's not to say that he hid from conversation or confrontation. It's just that he preferred to begin the dialogue with a writing that was calm, collected, and had the intent to de-escalate and provide multi-dimensional perspectives. I used to love that about Stan's writings. He often began them by admitting what a horrible predicament our company had put the offended party in. That tactic served as an acknowledgement of the issue and a peaceful way to begin the communication. He would then attempt to widen the viewpoint so that the customer could visualize an alternative take on the situation. And then he'd bring those two perspectives together in a way that allowed him to suggest remedial measures that would make everyone whole again. I can honestly tell you that 8 out of 10 issues were resolved right there and then without any need for heightened emotions. But on the rare occasion that the issue wasn't resolved to the liking of the customer, Stan never feared picking up the phone and talking it through. 
Throughout my tenure at Debco and then HPG, we used writing, perhaps more prolifically than any other medium of communication. Whether it was through email, e-blasts, memos, or whatever means, what I learned is that when you're writing deliberately, there's a breathing room that allows one's intent to make itself known in a way that's beautifully powerful and truly authentic. Sometimes I lament the lost art of writing as I observe the swell of video communication options available these days. From voice to technology, to video conferencing, to TikTok and Instagram videos, and everything in between. But I don't doubt that the written word will always have a place in the growing number of mediums that exist in order to facilitate the very important need to always be expressing oneself. Hey, thanks for listening today. Join me next time for an interesting take on being in the 1% Club. Until then, let's keep making beautiful noise.